Broadcasting live on a Studio E in Los Angeles, California. David Essel in the box with you, America's Positive Radio Talk Show. Welcome aboard, everyone. 1-800-548-8255. Streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. Or you might be listening to us right now on XM Satellite Radio Channel 168. We welcome you wherever you are. If you're friends, if you have friends that you know could use a lift from the information we share on this show, the guests that we have, let them know that we are on XM 168, or they can listen to us online at talkdavid.com, or also at talkdavid.com, they can uh, choose to tune in and listen to us on their iPhone and other apparatus, similar apparatus, so it's all here, all now. And the only thing you're going to hear us talking about on the program will be solutions to challenges. Solutions. That's all we are about. Proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network as well. 1-800-548-8255. Coming up in just a a minute or two, we have Dean Morris, who's a fifth-generation herbalist, is back on the air with us. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, herbal opportunities to heal different conditions. And one of them that Dean uh, shared with me that I had no idea about is that some... Anti-anxiety drugs actually create depression in the brain, and he has a solution for that. But that and much more, I want to talk uh, with Dean about uh, herbal supplements for menopause, mood swings, weight loss, and depression. Uh, there's so, and who knows what else we'll get to, but we're going to cover a lot of different topics. We received this in today uh, from a woman who says, I have a chance to get a scholarship for, ch- for college Uh, but I will have to work full-time as well. Here's my dilemma. I will not see my fiancé except for weekends for two years. I struggle with guilt as he is such a great guy. Any advice? Oh, my Lord, honey. Yeah, we got some advice for you. Absolutely. First of all, congratulations on the scholarship, number one. Uh, Number two, I would talk openly with with your fiancé. I would get his feedback on what he thinks, you know, this is part of being in a relationship, right? Doesn't mean that you'll do what he says. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But number one is uh, is be open with him. And that's what creates a great relationship is to say, I've got this incredible opportunity. I have this chance to get a scholarship. I'm going to have to work full time. I'm only going to see you on Saturdays and Sundays. And I wanted to talk to you about it. You know, like, how do you feel? How does that make you feel? What are your thoughts? All that kind of stuff. And then the bottom line is going to come down to you. Because he may or may not think it's a great idea. Let's say he doesn't think it's a great idea. Let's say he thinks it sucks. You know, I'm only going to see you for two days out of the week. I think it sucks. I don't want you to take it. Let's say he goes in that route, right? So you're going to have to then make a decision. Well, you know, honey, I love you very much, but this is my future. You know, it's two years out of our lives, and after that we're going to be together, and I think it's a great move. Or he might say, oh, my Lord, this is so incredible, and you're not going to have any reason for any guilt whatsoever. It doesn't mean there won't be challenges, right? I remember when I went back to school for my master's degree, it was uh, I did a condensed program of a year and a half, and I worked full-time for the full year and a half, and I completed the master's degree in a year and a half, and it seemed ludicrous, honey, at the time. It seemed absolutely insane. I remember signing up and about three months later going, there's no way I'll ever finish this. But, of course, we do, right? And a year and a half later, I was so happy because I didn't elongate it and create some kind of a four- or a five-year plan that would have been easier and more convenient. 
In a year and a half, it was over. I, I would advise you to talk with him openly. I would advise you to look very seriously at that scholarship and know that you can do both. I'm so glad that you uh, let us know what your challenge was. And if you do have challenges that you're going through, email us at talkdavid.com. Email us at talkdavid.com. My guest right now, Dean Morris, a fifth-generation herbalist and a former herbalist. Now, this is always fascinating when I read this. Uh, at Miami Heart Institute in Miami Beach, Florida. You just don't hear that talked about very much, ladies and gentlemen, do you? Where uh, a heart institute or any hospital whatsoever has an herbalist on staff. I think it's awesome. Dean, welcome to the show. David, good to be back with you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it is awesome to have you back. Hey, really quickly about that Miami thing. Do you Do you have any idea, Dean, about the number of medical facilities around the United States that may have herbalists on staff? You know, the physicians just threw their hands up. They had so many people coming in from various other countries, from Haiti, from Cuba, from Brazil. It was such an international uh, community that uh, brought their own herbs. They, they, everybody was taking herbs from their own cultural experience. Uh, and the doctors didn't have a clue as to what might be harmful, what therapies might interact, uh, what drug right. therapies. And so they gave a call to the school where I had been teaching uh, as, as an herbalist and asked for an herbalist to, to come out on staff. I had not heard of any other hospital that ha- had that kind of, really, uh, the humility to say, you know, we don't understand herbs, but we don't want to do any harm to our patients, so let's get someone who does. And they ended up granting me full practicing privileges as an herbalist to help uh, with these uh, multicultural uh, benefits, uh, people that benefit from herbs uh, from throughout the world, and, and not yeah. tell them they can't take them anymore. Yeah, no, I, I think it's so open-minded. Do you know, uh, years ago, I met a woman from England who uh, who came over to the United States, and she was a full-time aromatherapist in a cancer ward in a hospital in, 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 in England. She was a full-time aromatherapist, and, and she would go room to room, and she would talk with doctors about the different symptoms that the people had, you know, if it was depression, anxiety, sleeplessness, whatever, and then she would bring in essential oils for the patients to use to help them cope with their, uh, the side effects or the reactions to the chemotherapy and to their cancer treatments. Isn't that incredible? And that's a great intro to exactly what you referred to earlier on, the, the ability for these essential oils to have a calming effect on stress and anxiety. Uh, I've got some great studies to share with you that have come out recently on something that that, uh, that aromatherapist probably used in that clinic is now a clinical strength preparation for anxiety. Talk to me. What, what, what is it? What, what is it that, that is in, the, uh, is in the, the, the product you're going to talk about? Because it might ring a bell from what she was using. Well, lavender oil is often oh, volatilized, yeah. uh, put into the uh, atmosphere in aromatherapy to give a nice, calming, welcoming influence to the persons that uh, are breathing that in and experiencing that. What the scientists have identified, however, is that there's over 160 different synergistic principles that are active within essential oil of lavender, those lavender blossoms. And the ones that we smell when they volatilize, when they're put in into the air through aromatherapy, they're very calming, but they're only a fraction of the total amount of the active compounds that the lavender blossoms produce and that their oils contain. And so uh, in capturing all of those and putting them in a soft gel, 
you bring down the actual dosage amount uh, significantly into just one little soft gel that has been used in clinical studies to help persons just drop their stress and anxiety uh, multiple folds, uh, even tested using the Hamilton scores, to drop those scores within the first couple of weeks to see stress and tension fade away. And of course, it's really anxiety is often the precursor, the the cause for uh, a number of the cases of depression that we experience, the cause for depression, I should say. Um, One of the biggest categories of drugs that are used in depression, benzodiazepines, have as a side effect secondary symptoms of depression. And so to have something that's natural, that is a a simple preparation of something natural like lavender oil that has a clinical preparation in it to be able to help with stress and anxiety is a great approach towards alleviating those basic causes of depression. Let me ask you this, Dean. What are examples of the medications, the anti-anxiety medications, like names, so that our listeners, you know, they they, they may be going, oh, my Lord, I'm taking that right now, and and no wonder why I'm starting to feel depressed, or no wonder why it's leading me to depression. Here is an anti-anxiety prescription drug I thought was taking care of one thing, it's creating another. What would be some examples of names of these benzos that, that, um, that you're talking about? Well, uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitors are often prescribed. The things like uh, Prozac uh, are often uh, prescribed for just anxiety. Um, the, the second, well, the number one category of drugs prescribed for anxiety is benzodiazepines, as you mentioned. The second most commonly prescribed drug of the benzodiazepine class is lorazepam. And what's fascinating is this uh, essential oil of lavender known as Silexin that's in a product called Calmade uh, is the very same preparation that they put head-to-head against lorazepam for generalized anxiety disorder. And you wouldn't believe the significant benefits that the people that were taking, taking the lavender oil that Calmade had over the benefits that the persons taking lorazepam had. It was a head-to-head study, and yet more... More people responded to the Calmade lavender preparation than who responded to the lorazepam, <laughs> and more of them actually went into remission from their generalized anxiety wow. than the persons that were taking the lorazepam. So a head-to-head contest, and, and of course, with the lavender oil, with the Calmade, you have none of the side effects, none of the drowsiness, yeah. none right. of the fatigue, none of the brain fog, none of that addictiveness, that habit-forming. Uh, activities that the prescription drugs uh, often will have. Dean, if someone were to take this this lavender oil, this Comade, um, uh, according to you know however many of the soft gels you're supposed to take, how long would it take them to physically feel the reduction in anxiety? Is it 15 minutes, an hour, 30 minutes, two hours? What would it be? Well, we don't have just one study to depend on, to rely on for that kind of uh, response, to get that kind of information out. There are multiple studies on this same preparation. In some of them, in that first week, they saw a four-point drop in the Hamilton score. Hamilton is a scientific scale that is able to detect 
your levels of anxiety and see whether a treatment or a therapy is actually reducing that score, is actually mm -hmm. helping. And in the first week, persons registered a four-point drop in the Hamilton score in that particular study for generalized anxiety. In another one for stress and uh, tension, this is what's known as subsidromal anxiety. It's basically just below the symptom level. You can't really uh, prescribe or, I'm sorry, diagnose anxiety yet. It's just underneath that symptom level. But it's that stress and, and tension that we all experience. They experienced a 16-point drop in the Hamilton wow. score. Wow. Uh, perceiving that and becoming significant, statistically significant at the end of week two and a 16-point drop at the end of week 10. So pretty, uh, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, you know, it makes sense because well, as when we were young parents, we would often take the lavender blossoms that we grew. We have a nice little plot of lavender in our uh, herbal gardens. We'd take those lavender blossoms and just place them in the crib with our children. And, and that's just that <laughs> essence of lavender helped to calm oh help to give them better sleep, help to give them a longer duration of sleep. Uh, and so it is an, it's always been used this way, only if we're capturing all of the active principles of lavender oil, capturing them into a soft gel, then the clinical dose comes down to just one soft gel a day. One little wow. tiny soft gel to get these kinds of scores and these tests uh, is, uh, yeah, I like to just open up the soft gels every once in a while just to smell that fresh aroma of, of <laughs> right. the fresh lavender oil, but it's nice right. to have it all encapsulated so with just mm. one capsule you can see these kinds of benefits with both mm. uh, stressed tension and even uh, generalized anxiety disorders. It's awesome, Dean. It's awesome. I'm so glad to have you back on. Hang in there. We're going to go to a break, Dean. We're going to come back and talk more with Dean Morris. Uh, for more information on supplements that he's discussing, you can go to naturesway.com, naturesway.com for the Calm Aid, the anti-anxiety. When we come back, we're going to talk about other supplements as well, like what about menopause or weight loss? What are different herbal supplements that we can get into with different conditions? As a matter of fact, when, when we come back, the very first question I'm going to ask Dean is, what is the greatest turnaround he's ever seen in one of his clients through herbal supplementations? That's where we're going to go next. I want to know, he's the expert, what's the greatest turnaround? What was the condition? What was the supplement used? What was the end result? You're listening to America's Positive Radio talk show celebrating 21 years in talk radio. I'm so glad that you've joined us. TalkDavid.com for more information on all we do here at XM Radio. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Broadcasting live from Studio E in Los Angeles, California, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Welcome aboard, gang, as we talk about the topics that we all need to be more abreast on to make better decisions, be healthier financially, physically, mentally, spiritually, every aspect of life. My guest right now, Dean Morris, fifth generation herbalist. We were talking before the break, Dean, about this, the use of, a, of, of lavender as an anti-anxiety, the product Comade, which is just lavender oil in a capsule, which is really unique because 
you know, lavender oil has been used forever as in aromatherapy as a calming aid. But but when we come back here, what is the biggest turnaround you've ever seen with herbal supplements? Like, like who? What client have you ever worked with where that they started off with X, which was an absolute mess, and they used Y supplement and it turned their life around? Does some somebody come to mind? There are so many that uh, have a, a significant impact on my life to see that they have made the choices to well take that first step uh, that can alter so many different things in their life. We've got uh, so many things going on. Our health can be afflicted from so many different directions. And just to see that person make that first choice to improve a dietary choice, to incorporate a new dietary item, uh, a new compound, a new antioxidant, a new... plant from Mother Nature to see that benefit them and then take them towards that next step, that next choice. I mean, we can talk about patients uh, that have experienced taking death cap mushroom, accidental poisonings, and being on the, 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 the cusp of death, losing their liver to the necrotizing effects of the alkaloids of, of some toxic poison, and actually being restored to health through the use of the, the silymarin-rich uh, milk thistle extracts that uh, are a, a true phytomedicine and actually used in hospitals to, to save people's lives when their livers are being destroyed by certain alkaloids from, from toxic mushrooms. Uh, hey, Dean, hey are... Dean, hold on a second. Hold on a second. What, this week, wasn't there um, a, an article about a woman who served her family mushrooms from the backyard? Did, did you I, see that? I, I... I've been on the. I've been actually walking from events uh, this last week throughout the Oklahoma state, so I haven't been plugged in. Oh my gosh! I couldn't believe you gave that example. This woman. I mean, the the last I saw, she was on cri- in critical supports uh, or critical care, um, life support because she had picked mushrooms out of her backyard, had put it in her her family's uh, spaghetti sauce or something, and I don't know how many of them became critically ill, but she did. And, and and just as you gave that example, that popped into my head. And so, but I didn't know this. We, we have about a minute and a half left, Dean. I didn't know that doctors were using milk thistle in hospital to help patients with liver disease. Well, this is in Germany where they've recognized this. There are two milk thistle extracts that are in the pharmacopoeia, and they actually have a slurry of it in the emergency rooms when people present with a uh, uh, undisclosed, they don't know what they took, or if they know that it was a mushroom, uh, there is a there is a, a, a solution of milk thistle extract. It's known as thistlein here in the United States and sold as a dietary supplement uh, is one of them. But it gets in there and helps protect the liver from these alkaloids and has preserved lives uh, in in many many cases. Mm. I love it. I love it. Dean, this was so good having you back. We're going to do it again. We're going to have more examples from you. You can share with the supplements like you did today, the Comade for, for helping people with anti-anxiety. And I also love the fact that you were able to share the study with lorazepam and how this product was even more effective than a pharmaceutical. That just rocks. Dean, thank you for taking the time today to join us. My pleasure, David. Thank you. Okay, and if you want more information on uh, on the the supplement that Dean was talking about for anti anxiety called Comade, uh, go to naturesway dot com. That's naturesway dot com. Very very cool. Hey, coming up, we've got our very own Will Wilkerson. 
guy here, the segment producer for David Essel Live on XM Satellite Radio, who's going to be on the air with us talking about how he has lost 45 pounds in the last several months, kept it off. He was in a... uh, 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 a race this morning, a 10K, I think it was. We'll find out the distance of the race. We'll be talking to Will, and we'll also be answering your emails. 1-800-548-TALK. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Helping you to accomplish your most important goals every week. If we're talking about herbal supplements for anxiety or keys for weight loss or ways to start saving more money, uh, ideas and thoughts on how to change behaviors and habits and belief systems that aren't working for you, that's what we do every Saturday. 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. David Essel in the box with you here. Email us during the show or after the show, of course, at talkdavid.com. I'm going to be getting to an email right now. Uh, And then also you can join us on Facebook at David Essel Alive. You can join us at Twitter uh, and David Essel, LinkedIn, David Essel. We are all over the place, and we're constantly giving out motivational information. So join us everywhere. 1-800-548-8255. If you have a question right now, you can give us a ring as well. Uh, Here's a a question that came in. You shared the topic of cross-addiction on one of your YouTube videos. Did you cross-addict when you got sober? It's an awesome, awesome question. And the answer is, heck yeah. I don't know too many people that when they drop a major addiction, a substance addiction, uh, of course, any addiction, but we'll just talk about substances right now. When they quit smoking, oftentimes they go to an increase in caffeine, uh, prescription drugs or food. When um, when you quit food, when a lot of people quit the addiction to food, they'll move it over into spending or gambling. They'll move it into sex. They'll move it into prescription drugs as well. When I got sober from alcohol, I immediately switched it over to sugar, which is very, very common. And I went from uh, drinking every night to, uh, I think at my heyday after I got sober, I was consuming at least a pound of cookies or a half a cake every night. Or I, it, was a, it was a very large amount of sugar. And the reason why we do that is because there's a void. There's a withdrawal. And with sugar, sugar is one of the fasting act, fastest acting chemicals on the brain that is legal. Absolutely. Sugar is an amazing drug. So I let go of alcohol, which was packed with sugar, and I substituted legal sugar to be able to get the same, believe it or not, calming effect. And, you know, there's a couple of reasons that I broke the sugar addiction. Number one is that I remember going in for an annual physical and the doctor saying, my Lord, your blood sugar levels are off the chart, which was weird because all the years I drank, they were normal. Right. And then my triglyceride levels and my uh, LDL, low level, low density um, uh, cholesterol levels were very high. And that was from the saturated fat in the cookies and the cake. So cross addiction is highly normal. The most important thing is to be aware of it. Like I went into denial because I kept saying, well, this is much healthier. I'm eating a pound of cookies a night, but it's a lot better than two bottles of wine, right? So we think. In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Be aware. Whenever we give up one addiction, there's another one lurking to take its place. The void wants to be filled. Of course, there's ways to get around it, which we all can, but we have to be very, very aware. The very first thing is to be aware. If... um. 
If you're not part of our texting club, we have a free text club. I'm going to give you the information right now of how to get involved with our texting club. Uh, Just go ahead and text to the number 69302-69302. Text the word Talk David. And when you do that, gang, you're going to automatically get from us the three keys to manifestation, that's going to come right away to you, the three keys to manifestation. And then every Saturday, you're going to get a free gift, a motivational gift, an inspirational gift every week. But join us. It's the David Essel Live VIP Texting Club. All you have to do is type in the number 69302 in your texting program. And then the message that you type is Talk David and then click Send. 69302 into your phone. Type in the message, talk David, click send, and you are all about it, baby. You're wrapped up with us 100% then. And also more free stuff I want to tell you about. You know, as you can tell when we give away so many free things, our whole purpose is to help you change your life for the better. And we know that this program is step one. We absolutely know the three hours every Saturday is step one. But we also know that it takes more than that, doesn't it? So our brand new book, The Power of Focus, How to Exceed Your Own Expectations in Life, we are giving away one million copies for free. One million copies. Right now, go to talkdavid.com. You'll be able to get your free copy of our book, The Power of Focus, How to Exceed Your Own Expectations in Life. And in that book, we give you tips, ideas, philosophies, and action steps to take to be able to get so highly focused in your life that you will exceed your own expectations. You'll accomplish all the goals. And how we came about that book is that one time someone was asking me, okay, David, for 30 years you've been involved in this personal growth stuff. If there was one thing that you could tell people that was the key to success, what would it be? And I said, focus. If we're not focused, we're not getting anywhere. If we're not willing to doggedly go after one major goal at a time, we're not going to get anywhere. And that became the book. And now the book is out. So we encourage you, let your friends know too. Just go to talkdavid.com, download the book, let your friends know. We're giving away a million copies for free. After the million are given, it'll be nineteen ninety five. So grab your copy now. And within the book itself, you'll also find that we have a contest where we're going to choose one lucky winner. And on December 31st, 2013, a year from now, a year and a couple months from now, one lucky winner is going to receive a $10,000 coaching package with me. So we're giving away the house. The book is free right now. And a year and a couple months from now, a massive winning package for one lucky person who downloads the book. So get the book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. 1-800-548-8255. Right now, we're going to bring on our segment producer. The segment producer for David Essel Alive is Will Wilkerson. Will is always doing tons of work for the show. He's the guy that after the show puts up every segment on iTunes. So if you miss one of the shows, you can go to iTunes slash David Essel Live and listen to all the past David Essel shows for a number of months anyway. And Will has achieved something quite remarkable. The guy's lost 45 pounds since February. His, his waist has gone from a size 40 to a 34. I guess we got to start calling you Svelte Will, don't we, Will? 
Well, maybe you got <laughs> sore quadriceps for today. <laughs> That's because of your run today. Yes. And also, I, I did a 120-pound squat at the gym a couple days ago, so I'm suffering from DOMS. Uh-huh. Very, very nice. Hey, what was the, the, the reason? Like everyone, there's a tipping point whenever we make a massive lifestyle change. So what was the tipping point? What was the reason for you? What was your why? What was the, the point, Will, that you had in your life that you said, okay, I've got to make a change? There's a couple things. First and foremost, I work in an industry that's very sedentary. We sit down a lot. There's not a lot of standing up or moving around. Secondly, I was kind of in a depressed state. You know, I was obese um, and I love eating. And that's always been an issue for me. I mean, I was not really overweight as a child. I had a few uh, points where I was overweight, um, but then I grew. And then, you know, once my metabolism slowed down, it became more difficult. Um, But I would eat, you know, 12 tacos at a time, for example, which is way too much for any common person. Um, So for me, in February, I just realized that, you know, something has to be done because nobody's going to do it for me. I have to do it for myself. So mm-hmm. I, I purchased a, a device called Fitbit, and what this is, it's a physical device. Wait, what's it called? Wait, so, say it slower. What was it called? Fitbit. Fitbit. F-I-T-B-I-T? That's correct. And so okay. basically what it is, it's a pedometer. It's a calorie counter. It tracks your distance. It's also an altimeter to track how many stairs you climb, and also it tracks your sleep cycles as well. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty um, inclusive, and what it does is it syncs to a website where you can actually track all of your activities, so that nice. that really helped me quantify how much movement I'm doing, how much exercise, the intensity of my walks. And so I started walking more because for me it became more of a game. You know, how much can I, I best myself from the previous day? You know, right. if I can get, you know, 5,000 steps more today than I did yesterday, for example. Um, and okay. The, what, what's, what's your goal on a daily basis? Like what, what are your goals that you set up for yourself, you know, in regards to you know, if it's steps, if it's running, if it's uh, in the gym, like what, 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 what's a, a weekly setup for you? Generally, I try to do about 15,000 steps per day. I try to walk at least uh, five miles um, as an actual activity, not just in my day to day walking and that sort of thing. Um, I try to climb about 50, the equivalent of 50 flights of stairs, which is about 500 feet. And I try to burn about 3,000 calories per day. And wow. Wow. Okay. Now, do you remember? I do. I know you do, Will, because you're the one that did it. I remember um, probably going back about four months ago before the show started. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm in the studio and Will starts talking into my headset and he goes, uh, hey, I'll be back in a couple minutes. I got to go walk the stairs. Remember that? Oh, yes. And I still do that, too. It's, it's great working in a building that has stairs. You know, and I feel sorry for people that live in flat areas that don't have mountains. Um, I'm blessed yeah. to be next to the San Gabriel Mountains here, and I've been doing a lot of hiking recently. The weather's been great, and I've been going on 15, 17-mile hikes, um, going up peaks and just trying to find and explore. I mean, that's really the key is to, to find new ways of challenging yourself and making it fun at the same time. Yeah. And what about weights? You mentioned doing squats. Um, the gym for me has been a bit of a challenge. I started going in and not really understanding what to do. I was kind of intimidated by the treadmill, for example. Um, but then I started right. getting more into f- uh, free weights. I use the Smith machine a lot. And basically what that is, it's a barbell that's attached to a machine where it uh, is able to give you more of a controlled movement. Yeah, um, so guided, I did, right? Yeah, exactly. Because so, the thing is, if you use a barbell just by itself, you could do it improperly or hurt yourself. So mm-hmm. things like that. And I've been able to just kind of build up my intensity um, so for now, for example, now I'm able to uh, bench about 100 pounds, uh, which is pretty good. 
And it's really been a, a steady progress. And I try to you know, exercise different muscles. And also I have um, different apps. For example, there's one app that I use called Gym Pact. And what that mm -hmm. does is that it pays you to go to the gym. But if you don't go, it fines you for not going. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Wait a second. How does an app pay you? Basically, what, what they do is that they pool all the money together from those who don't go. So, for example, um, I can set up a pack. Like, for example, my pact for this week is six days a week of activity. And that could either be actual running or walking or going to the gym. And then um, if I don't go, I get fined $5 per day of the days that I didn't fulfill in my pact. So for those... Okay, now, 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 before you go any further, Will, now where, how... How is it that they take money from you? Do you have like a certain amount that you have to put in in the beginning of the program into someone's bank account? No, no. You just set up a credit card and then it deducts okay. from your credit card or debit card uh, once you uh, incur that infraction. Okay. And how much money have you made since you've started doing this? I've made about $30 and I've been with it about two months, two and a half months. I've done well, that's, that's That's very creative, man. It is. It's, it's actually done by a group of people who actually were economists. Um, they studied at Harvard, and they took this idea of, of incentivizing a challenge. So for yeah. them, it, and I think we should get them on at some point because, I mean, they're actually great people, and they really yeah. believe in it. Uh, but for me, it's really a nice motivational tool because I can actually monetize my activity as well. Yeah, I think that's great. Will Wilkerson, I'm going to ask you to stay right there. That won't be hard. <laughs> our, our guest, Will Wilkerson, segment producer, is going to be back after this uh, this quick break uh, talking more about what were the dietary changes that he's made to lose 45 pounds since February. And what does he do to keep it going? In other words, what kind of motivational tools other than the apps would he recommend people that want to lose weight for good to use? We'll talk with Will in just a moment. Celebrating 21 years in positive talk radio. We are rocking this world. We're giving away free books. We give away free information every Saturday on this show. We love to see you exceeding your own expectations. 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Across these great United States and uh, the world, actually, as well. David Essel alive, 21 years, rocking talk radio in the most positive way possible. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Email us during the show at talkdavid.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And listen to this. At any given time in life, on any given day, gang, you can turn it all around. Your body, your relationships, your finances, your spiritual path, freedom from addiction. It only takes a day. It takes one day to make a decision that you're going to change. Will Wilkerson is with me right now, a segment producer right here at David Essel Live. Will is our segment producer. He does great work with us. And... In February, Will hit that day. Since then, he's lost 45 pounds. Uh, his waist has gone from a size 40 to a size 34. He uses different apps 
to help him uh, keep in alignment and even actually make money. Fitbit is one of the apps he talked about. Another one was Jim Pack. And uh, now here's a couple questions, Will. Dietary changes. What specifically have you done that could benefit our audience in regards to diet changes with your weight loss? Well, from what I've read, diet plays an essential part in weight loss. It plays about 70% of your weight loss total. Fitness comprises maybe about 30%, I would say. For me personally, the biggest change is portion size. Because I love big portions. You know, I love to have a big pasta, for example. And that's just too much. And big portions only encourage you to eat more to the point where you're full and then you're very sedentary. You don't want to do anything. You just want to lay on the couch and, you know, maybe have a snack later on. (laughs) That is so true. And so it's not conducive to fitness and to health. You know, or to want to go out and you know take a, a walk around the block, for example. So for me, Amen, brother. Yep, cutting right. down portion size—that's really key. Also, for me, I've been slowly moving away from meats, getting into more vegetables, mm-hmm. uh, beans. I've been having, like, for example, dried cranberries when I go on my hikes. Uh, mm-hmm. Macadamia nuts are great. Um, you know, just to kind of replenish a little bit. Uh, things of that nature. Kale too. I I love kale, and that's something which uh, a year or so ago I probably would have never said. Have you started like eating more frequently? Did you were you a person in the past, Will, that would have large hours in between your eating? I would, and then also my problem too is that I would eat about maybe an hour or two before bed, mm. and that was another problem is that you know, I wouldn't be able to sleep properly because I'd keep waking up because my body was digesting the food, the large meal I previously ate about an hour or two before I went to bed. Right. Right, right. How about um, people that support you? Do you have a workout buddy? Do you have anyone, uh, you know, friends, family, et cetera, that, that, are, that have decided to make some changes too so that you're doing this with someone else? Well, my mom and stepdad actually purchased the Fitbit as well after they saw my progress. And so we kind of challenge each other in that respect. I also hmm. like to do a lot of reading. Uh, for example, I just read a book called Eat and Run by a man named Scott Jurek who is a champion ultra runner. And this is a guy that has the world record, uh, Americans men's record for running 165 miles in 24 hours, for example. Wow. I mean, the man is yeah. amazing, but he lives off of a strictly vegan diet. Um, mm-hmm. There was another gentleman, uh, another book I read called Fit to Fat to Fit. He was a personal trainer who didn't understand why his clients were getting so dissuaded from, from fitness. So he decided to gain 75 pounds and then lose it within the span of a year to understand the mentality of somebody who's obese. My Lord. so That's these, dedication. It really is. But I think that all of these things, especially reading other people's perspectives and seeing the, the pitfalls that they may have encountered, it helps me yeah. on my quest to uh, be more fit. Absolutely. 60 to 70 percent of Americans are overweight or obese. 60 to 70 percent of Americans are overweight or obese. In 60 seconds or less, Will, give us from your perspective and your experience what you think the key tips that would help all of our listeners that need to lose weight to do it for good. The first thing is to find ways to motivate yourself. Find fun activities that you can do. If you can't do fun activities, think of of ways uh, in a sedentary fashion. There are different uh, programs that are out there for people who uh, work at desks, for example, where you can do desk exercises, things like that. Um, And then also to diet, 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 not in the the traditional sense, but more in the fact of, of just changing what you eat, being more mindful and cognizant of what you put in your body because you are what you eat. And then finally, also just uh, think about the challenges that you have to overcome and then work at them in small and manageable ways. 
I love it. Well, congratulations on your great success. I'm really happy for you. Thank you so much, David. I I hope to continue it, and we'll uh, talk soon about that. Yes, yes, we will. Will Wilkerson, segment producer for David Essel Live, has lost 45 pounds since February. Waist size went from a 40 to a 34 by doing what he has shared with us on the show. That's what we want for you. We want you to feel the success, and as you feel the success, you'll be more determined to keep it going, right? But maybe today, ladies and gentlemen, maybe listening to Will or listening to some of our guests today, maybe you'll make that decision. What one area of your life do you need to attack? What one area have you denied, delayed, procrastinated working on? What's the one area? Is it relationship, addiction? Is it food? Is it exercise or lack of? Is it your money? What's the one area that you've denied working on? That's the one I want you to go after. As a matter of fact, in our free book, The Power of Focus, we can help you find that area and then move through it. Go to talkdavid.com. I'm going to keep talking about this book. It's free. There's no sales pitch here. We can't pitch you in a sales call when it's free. (laughs) But I do want you to have the information because, you know, like when you hear Will talking about his success and you hear the energy in his voice, that's what we want from every one of our listeners. At any day, you can turn it all around at any day. Let's make that today. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we've got more information to rock your world, more information to help you heal. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.